Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. This is your home for tips, insight and discussion on England's top four football leagues. And what we have in store this week is pretty much a full slate across the Premier League Championship, League One and League Two. So we'll be giving you our best bets from each of the divisions. We'll touch on how we cursed the team in League Two have had the best start to a season in League Two history. Uh, and we'll give you this week's treble and we'll go through fantasy football as well because a lot of people had Erling Haaland and a lot of people got a lot of points. <laughs> Um, but lots to look forward to this week, eh, Tom? Lots to look forward to, mate. Yeah, uh, uh, wishing we were as prolific as uh, Erling Brout. Uh, that would be absolutely lovely. But yeah, we've got a bit of a curse on us at the moment, so we're going to uh, exercise that this afternoon. Uh, sorry, this Saturday afternoon uh, with another treble and, and lots of other little nuggets of value uh, that we'll pick out throughout the top four divisions, I'm sure. We are sponsored as ever by our friends at matchbook.com. You can bag yourself a £30 money back as a free bet. Sign up offer if you register and use the code TFB podcast. Um, all odds you read out on the show today are going to be taken from matchbook.com. And we do also highly recommend checking out oddalerts.com for all your stats and value bets if you uh, enjoy that side of things as well. Um, so without any further ado, let's dive straight into Saturday on the Premier League. No 12.30 this weekend. We're going straight into four three o'clockers, uh, beginning with Bournemouth against Leicester. So Bournemouth still without a permanent manager. They're 3.6 at home to get the win. 3.7 for the draw and Leicester at 2.18. Um, after Leicester beat Forest, unfortunately, 4-0 in midweek, do you reckon that's going to kickstart their season and they can get another win this weekend at over-evens? Not sure on the win. To be honest with you, I do think it will give a massive momentum. Uh, I think that was a big game with a long build-up uh, with the international break and everything. Uh, I think both teams to score is probably the smart money, uh, 1.78. Just on that Leicester Forest game, you know, Leicester obviously carving open one of the worst defenses the Premier League has ever seen at will. Um, but they did let Forest in a couple of times as well. Uh, a couple of one-on-one opportunities that could have gone in, and you know, if that happens against Bournemouth, you know, you'd, you'd think that they'd have the the cutting edge with uh, their firepower up front to to make that happen. And yeah, on Bournemouth, it's it's a little hard to read, isn't it? As you know, Gary O'Neill's doing all right, and he keeps getting linked with EFL jobs. So I'm not a hundred percent sure, you know, what the dynamic is there. Obviously, a goalless draw last time out against Brentford, which really bucked the trend. Uh, but previously, before that, two consecutive uh, both teams to scores. And then, you know, when you have a look at their uh, look at their games, you know they've kept just three clean sheets this season. Bournemouth, Leicester, just one, obviously uh, on uh, Monday night. So both teams to score for me, mate. Um, I like it. If I had to pick, I'd go with Leicester. Uh, I just thought they were really impressive going forward. I know. The opposition in Forest is uh, not the best, especially in terms of defence at the moment. But um, no, they did look good going forward, especially Madison uh, on top form. And if I had to pick between them, I'd go for Leicester. But yeah, I could also see both teams to score here. It's worth mentioning Leicester have still got the worst defence in the league, despite Forest being beat 6-0 by Man City, 4-0 by Leicester, conceding 3 to uh, Bournemouth, etc. So... Yeah, uh, just a little uh, extra nugget for the both teams to score team. 
Uh, Chelsea against Wolves then up next. 1.42 for Chelsea, 5.1 for the draw, 9.6 for Wolves. Uh, in Wolves here, we've got another team currently without a manager after they sacked Bruno Large. Um, will there be, we're recording this on a Thursday evening, will someone be in place by Saturday? It's unlikely, it seems now. Um, so I'm still more than happy to go for for Chelsea here without, you know, considering Wolves don't have a permanent manager in the dugout. Graham Potter started pretty well, I think. If you gave him two wins and a draw from his opening three games across League and Cup, I think it had taken that. Um, excellent strike late on from Conor Gallagher to beat, beat Palace. That's a... We mentioned it on the pod last week. That's a tough place to go. So that's a very good win for them. Again, followed up by a 3-0 win against AC Milan in midweek in the Champions League. So, yeah, 1.42. Still not wholly convinced on Chelsea. And I don't fully trust them in terms of betting on them. But I think they should have more than enough against this Wolves side at the moment who don't really give me any reason to, to back them. Yeah, Chelsea and both teams to score no. Uh, is what I have wrote down here. 2.24. Obviously, a lot's been documented about Wolves only scoring three goals in their eight games. It's kind of written in the, the narrative fits, doesn't it, for Diego Costa to, to score his first goal against Chelsea. But I don't think that will happen. We're talking about you know elite defenders against somebody who was basically dragged out of retirement uh, unofficially. So... Yeah, uh, for me, I'd be taking Chelsea and both teams to score. No, um, been all right, haven't they, at the back, to be honest with you, under uh, Potter. Yeah, they conceded against Palace and Salzburg, but, you know, uh, good signs, I think. So, yeah, 2.24. Yep, absolutely. Up next, we've got Manchester City against Southampton. Lamb to the slaughter, this one could be. 1.14 for Man City. 11.5 for the draw and 26.0 for Southampton to get the win away at the Etihad. Um, extremely tough task. I think the only question is how many will Man City win by? <laughs> it feels like one of those games, City just doing what they do, just smashing teams left, right, centre, especially at home, can't stop scoring goals. It's what, uh, nine Premier League games now in a row where they've scored at least three goals. Uh, it's an incredible record. They've scored six in both their last two home Premier League games against Man United and Forest. Um, in terms of Southampton, rumours are Hassan Huttel's on the verge of the sack. Uh, they've not exactly started the season in fantastic form. Five defeats from their opening eight games. Um, so, yeah, it feels to me like this could be the end of Hassan Huttel at Southampton and it could end in an almighty battering at the hands of Man City. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I tend to agree. I'm going to read through three bets that I think will come in, uh, and this will just kind of paint a picture about you know how good Man City are. Basically, Man City in over two point five is priced at one point three nine, which is incredible. Uh, I also think you can get Man City an over three point five. This is my favorite one point eight four for that one. And I agree, Tom, I think this could be uh, pretty bleak. Man City in over 4.5 is 2.68. Honestly, could see it happening. I I really, really could. Again, over 3.5, I think that's the the happy medium for me. Um, But yeah, this is going to be a cricket score. 
Um, in terms of a correct score, uh, obviously there isn't nine nil on <laughs> on Matchbook, um, but I would love to know what the price is because it's written in the stars, isn't it, that Hassan Huttle limps out of St Mary's off the back of a nine nil battering with Harland getting nine of them. Oh nine. <laughs> yeah, I I had out the I had the Man City in over four point five to read out. I wasn't even gonna bother with three point five. I was gonna go straight in with four point five. Um I also like Man City minus four on the handicap. That's four point nine. So, you know, if Man City won five nil, which mm. I could absolutely see, then you know, you've got a winner at four point nine there. So could well be worth looking into the handicap market for this particular game if we if it goes how we think it's going to go. That's, yeah, that's mad. Um, up next, then, uh, is the final three o'clock on Saturday. Newcastle against Brentford. 1.86 for Newcastle. 4.0 for the draw. And 4.7 for Brentford. Uh, what are your thoughts on this particular game? This is a tough one. I'm still... I think I know where I stand with Brentford, to be honest. Um I think I know what to expect from them all season. That Newcastle win away at Fulham was not what I thought Newcastle were uh, capable of. Uh, Previously, they hadn't won away from home. uh, And obviously, they went and done that. At home is where they've been really strong. So, they haven't lost in any of their seven uh, last games at St. James's Park. Obviously, they've been quite low margin, quite low scoring. 62.5% of their games have been under uh, 2.5. It's two without a goal for Brentford at the moment. And the data does stack up. It doesn't look fantastic, to be honest with you, uh, for Brentford. looks like they're struggling to create chances a little bit. Nothing to be concerned about if you're a Bees fan, I, I might add. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just expect, expecting Sorry, quite a low-margin Game under 2.5 is where I'm going here. 2.16. I know Newcastle uh, bagged a few this this weekend, but that was quite out of character, uh, to be honest with you. But for context, that moved them up um, to where are they? That moved them up to about mid table in the goal scoring charts. And before that, they were below Everton, Southampton, Palace, Leeds, etc. So, yeah, under 2.5 for me. Okay, yeah, uh, can see that one happening for sure. And we'll move on to the 5.30 then. Brighton against Tottenham to round off Saturday. 2.86 for Brighton, 3.55 for the draw and 2.66 for Spurs. Um, obviously, Deserby coming at Brighton last weekend. A fantastic point um, away at Anfield for him on his opening game in charge of Brighton. They deserved and it, didn't they? I think they'll be confident. They did, yeah. Started like an absolute house on fire. Um yeah, excellent performance. And I think they'll be bang up for this one against Spurs, especially at home. 2.6, 2.86 is a decent price for Brighton, but I'm going to lean, lean on the side of goals personally in this one. Uh, both teams to score is what I'd plump for. That's 1.76. Um, Spurs have hardly been watertight in their defence. They've conceded in each of the last four Premier League games at least one goal. Uh, Brighton have had the last three games, both teams to score as well. So uh, there's form for that. Yeah, nothing more to add, to be honest with you. Um, 
really disappointed you didn't pick up on my deserved it pun. Uh, I think you must have heard that I said deserved, but I didn't. I was trying to be funny, but obviously it didn't work out. Uh, I have nothing left to add um, on top of what you said, mate. And I have everything else wrote down, same as you. Goals for sure in this one. I could see like a 1-1, maybe a 2-2. Yeah, I agree. Um, on to Sunday then, we've got Palace against Leeds, kicking us off with one of the two two o'clockers. Uh, 2.16 for Palace, 3.7 for the draw, and 3.7 again for Leeds. Now, we've got two teams here without a win in their last four Premier League games. That's both of them without a win in their last four. Um, and I don't really know where to go, to be honest, with this one. Um, I feel like I don't really trust either side at the moment. I don't feel confident enough in either side to pick them for the win. No, I totally agree. Still learning about the two of them. And, and if you have a look at Goals for, goals against, home form, away form. You know, it, it's it's pretty similar reading, <clears throat> excuse me, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, low margins, again, potentially. But, you know, I'm not even confident in tipping out that, to be honest with you, because I'm kind of waiting for both teams to explode into life. It just hasn't really happened yet. So, yeah, uh, a no bet is the best bet, I think, for that one. Yeah. I agree. Right, on to the next two o'clock, which is West Ham against Fulham. Um, West Ham priced at 1.82. The draw is 4.0 and Fulham are 4.9. I don't know about you, but I'm going to scrap on the nose prices and go straight for both teams to score here. Mm-hmm. 1.79 is the price. <clears throat> Largely from a Fulham perspective, uh, they've been pretty much bankers for both teams to score in their Premier League games. Eight games played, seven games have been both teams to score. Um, so they've got excellent form in terms of that. West Ham have only kept one clean sheet. Sorry, West Ham have only kept two clean sheets so far in their eight league games this season, uh, conceded in every other game apart from those two. So, yeah, they've got a bit of a leaky defence, as we've seen. But they are capable of scoring. You know, Skamaka got on the score sheet last weekend. Um, confidence boosting two and a win at home to Wolves. Um, so, yeah, I just think both teams will score in this particular game, considering... Um, the stats and trends that we've got on offer. Yeah, I'm going to go for that. I'm I'm not... No, I think, you know, this is a really good both teams to score in terms of the stats that are backing everything up. Uh, again, Tom, you, you kind of took that straight off my notepad. Uh, so there's a, that's always a good sign, I think. I'm not ready to be back in West Ham at this price, I don't think. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's a smidge short. I, I don't know if I'm being greedy or picky, but I feel like it is a bit short still. Uh, you know, we're talking about a team that's won two in eight uh, for West Ham in the league. You know, I I think they might get the victory, but I'm not ready to back them. I'd rather go for the goals route. Perhaps, perhaps this might be a kind of, I'm not saying Fulham are going to be bad now, but I don't think any of us expected them to, you know, be where they were in that kind of, 7th, 8th, ninth. maybe this is going to be them kind of finding their natural level, uh, which, you know, might be a little bit further down the table. So, one to watch. Let's look at Arsenal against Liverpool then. So, Arsenal priced at 2.68. The draw is 3.8 and Liverpool are 2.7. So, in terms of which team to win, very much uh, both on an even keel here. Any particular fancy for you? Listen... 
It's, it's got to be Arsenal. It has to be. Liverpool, over the last few years, have, have been absolutely night and day um, ahead of Arsenal. But this season, the tides are turning. And Arsenal have won every single game at home in the league so far. 100% record. Liverpool in the league, yet to win away from home. And then when we have seen them go away from home, uh, for example, in the Champions League, which was their last away game, believe it or not, obviously they got absolutely blown out uh, against Napoli in one of the one of the worst performances under Klopp's era, I would say. Before that, they drew 0-0 to Everton. Before that, they lost to Manchester United. Remember all the pressure that was on Man United that night. It was it's like nothing I've ever seen before, I don't think, at you know, the third game of the season or whatever it was. And before that, a 2-2 draw away at newly promoted Fulham. So Liverpool on the road this season, really poor. I think is uh, is fair to say. And then Arsenal, absolutely immaculate at home. Obviously, they've just lost the one game this season. That was away from home where they've won uh, three of four. So, yeah, for me, I'm I'm all in on Arsenal. Um, I think it's, it's obviously playing with fire a little bit because we are learning about this Arsenal team as things progress. Uh, if you wanted something a little bit safer, I think both teams to score, it's skinny. It's a... a Kind of measly 1.54, um, but you know if you just have a look at the uh, the the goals for uh, records for these teams, you've got Arsenal 20 goals scored, Liverpool 18 goals scored, and Arsenal that's in eight games, Liverpool that's in seven. 87.5% of Arsenal's games this season have gone over 2.5, and 71.3% of games for Liverpool. I've gone over 2.5. Should be a cracker. I'm going for the North Londoners. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, definitely. Um, good price to boot. And yeah, I also agree with the over 2.5s. I think 1.62. Yeah, that's a good price. I think for over 2.5, you read out the stats. Completely agree. Um, right. Finally, then on Sunday, Everton against Manchester United. 3.75 for Everton. 3.7 for the draw and 2.12 for Manchester United. Um, I, I'm a bit torn here. I don't know about you because Everton are unbeaten in seven. So they've started the season very well, really. They're very sticky to beat. Tough to break down. Don't score too many goals, but don't concede many goals either. And I was quite optimistic about Manchester United's chances um, before they played Man City. Then they got absolutely blown away. Is that just how good Man City are? Or should I start worrying about Manchester United again? Um, for that reason, I'm kind of toying with double chance Everton or draw. But it's not anything that I'm massively high on, if, if you know what I mean. I'm, I'm a bit torn in general with this game. Yeah, this is a tight one. Uh, you know, Absolutely. I could see Everton winning a draw. I can see United winning. I'm not going to be too worried about United. Uh, I know it was the Cypriot team um, in the uh, Europa League in midweek, but they showed good character to come from behind and uh, you know fight off a late comeback. I'm not ready to kind of turn my back on United just yet. I was actually really impressed. You know, ever since that Liverpool game, I actually just mentioned. 
you know, I, I thought they were playing at a good level. Everton, it's going to be really tough, and it, it wouldn't surprise me if this was a draw. But I have a sneaky feeling Man United at 2.12 might surprise. Um, okay, finally then, we've got Monday night. We've got Forrest against Villa. We're saving the pain till the end again. Monday night, bloody hell. Forrest price at 3.5. The draw is 3.65. Aston Villa, 2.22 for the win. Oh, dear. I want to be optimistic, mate. I really do. But <laughs> I'm really struggling in terms of Nottingham Forest. Um, I just feel like the way we've been playing, how easy we are to cut open at the back, the, the fact we concede one, then concede another one within a few minutes, that keeps happening. It's really concerning. Um, Villa at 2.22. I know they've had their troubles this season, but so had Leicester and they absolutely blew us away. I'm really worried about Forrest at the moment and I can't back us as much as I want to until I start to see us at least show something. Um, at the moment, far too easy to score against, like I say, in Villa at 2.22 could could be a gift for everybody here. It is a gift. It is a gift. It's a gift from the betting gods. I'm... Nottingham Forest, as as much as I am a fan, I, I'm really, really struggling. I'm trying to think about Norwich, right? And obviously Norwich have, have had it handed to them over the last couple of years and they've become almost a kind of internet meme, to be honest with you, about how much they, they go up and down and get battered in the Prem and they don't give it a go. I never saw Norwich defend like this. Never. It, Tom, it could have been 5-0 at half-time on Monday night. I feel like, and it's not his fault, I'm a massive Steve Cooper in fan, and I think what you'll see is, you'll see a huge home support for Steve and the team on Monday. I think that's one thing that Forrest do have in their corner. It's, you know, it's not as good as uh, having the players on the pitch that the Villa have, but they do have the unbelievable home backing. The fans have been absolutely amazing Uh so far in their support for the team in a in a tough period. But Tom, I, I've never seen anything like it, I don't think. Um so easy to play against. So so easy. I expect Villa to run away with it early. Um I think I think uh it it could be a really tough night for Forrest. Um Villa for me, comfortable victory. Yeah. That's the thing. If you say Villa score early just can't see Forrest getting back into no. any game at the moment if we go down. So, yeah, trouble ahead, I think. It's going to get a bit worse before it gets better for us Forrest fans. Uh, but we can take advantage from the betting perspective, at least, probably. <laughs> uh, right, that wraps up the Premier League then on a bit of a depressing note. <laughs> so, so let's talk about our sponsors at Matchbook once again and uh, let you know how you can get advantage of that £30 money back as a free bet offer. And then we'll go through the EFL. Yeah, it's a great time to get involved with Matchbook if you haven't already. Uh, they are offering a £30 back as a free bet offer when you sign up as a new customer. So obviously the show in general is for over 18s, as is this offer. And there are a couple of T's and C's. But in short, you need a promo code, which is TFB Podcast, as in the football betting podcast, TFB Podcast, all one word. Input that when you're signing up, you'll get that 30 quid uh, back as a free bet offer. So, for example, if you're feeling funky on Monday night and you fancy a little speculative 
uh, bet on Nottingham Forest, you can basically do so risk-free and you'll get that money back as a free bet to reinvest into something probably a little bit smarter uh, to kick off your Matchbook account. So yeah, please support the pod and the great people at Matchbook and uh, consider signing up today. With that, let's take a look at the championship then. I just need to say before we start the EFL, it's very much feast and famine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Across yeah. the various leagues. And we're starting off with famine for me personally in the uh, in the champ. There's not a lot to like here. Um, do you want to get, get us kicked off with what you've got? <laughs> yeah, I will do. Uh, yeah, championship fans uh, kind of skip ahead I think because yeah it is pretty skinny pickings I think um in the championship this weekend I, there's no price available at the moment I think matchbook are just building out uh, the double chance uh, for Luton and that is away at West Brom somehow some way Steve Bruce is still the West Brom manager at the time of recording I'd be surprised if he was sacked on Friday or maybe they'll do a hull and sack him on Saturday morning, the day of a game. Don't know. Uh, but it looks to me as if he's going to be in charge against Luton. There was a little bit of a, a Twitter video that went round where Steve looked to say to himself that he's done. He said, I'm done, as he was looking at the fans. They just lost against Preston 1-0. Obviously, Preston uh, quadrupling the amount of goals that they'd scored. Uh, with that single effort in the league to beat West Brom. And Luton arrive. I think they're going under the radar, Tom. They're ninth, and they had that sticky patch. And I think people are kind of subconsciously still thinking that they're in that sticky patch. You know what I mean? But they're they're not at all. Uh, I certainly had them down to to finish in the top six um, in the preseason predictions. And... At the moment, in the form table, they're fifth with 15 points from eight games. Uh, West Brom down there in 17th with seven points from their eight games. It's it's really bleak at West Brom. Can see Luton going there and possibly winning, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, Luton, uh, double chance is what I'm looking for. Um, it's probably going to be around, what do you reckon, Tom? 1.9, 1.8? They're four point three on the nose. I reckon somewhere between one point seven and one point nine. Yeah. So uh, check closer to kickoff on Matchbook's website. But yeah, Luton double chance. Or if you want to use that thirty pound uh, money back as a free bet offer, Luton away at four point three might be worth a look. Yeah, like you say, with Bruce on the brink, this Luton side could be a really good find to to tip him over the edge beat West Brom at an excellent price and get him the sack it really could um because I could absolutely see it happening uh I'm gonna go for Norwich at home to Preston 1.77 for Norwich um and you can probably chuck in something like Norwich and under 2.5 or under 3.5 for a little bit of extra safety but yeah, Preston haven't actually conceded the goal away from home in the championship. Wow, that, so far they this are. Season. I've never known so, anything like this storyline. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, they've five clean sheets in a row, um, three nil nil draws in that, and two one nil wins. But yeah, I, I think 
personally, they're going to come a bit unstuck at home to Norwich. This is one of the toughest places they could go um, away from home. And if they do keep another clean sheet, I'll be mightily impressed with them here. Um, but yeah, Norwich unbeaten at home so far in this championship season. They've played six. They've won four of them, drew the other two. Um, they scored at least two goals on four of those occasions. They're doing very well. They're second in the league, joint on joint on points with Sheffield United, just behind on goal difference. So, yeah, in theory, you could argue this is the toughest away day that Preston will have this season. Um, and Norwich are a little bit shorter than I'd like, probably considering Preston's very good away record defensively. But I, I just feel like if Norwich score one, that could be all they need. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I like Preston in terms of going with them for certain games. But, yeah, I can see see Norwich getting a win here. Uh, I, I feel like this might be the game where the metrics break and uh, Preston might actually concede more than one goal, to be honest. Um, Tom mm. Swansea, we were really quite hot on them pre-season. Uh, I know, for one, I had them in the playoffs. I think I had them getting promoted from the playoffs. Um, they are kind yep. of back in the groove and they're against Sunderland. They're priced at 2.34. Uh, JMP, James Makes Picks on Twitter. Huge friend of the pod. Like one of the kind of, you know, Mount Rushmore's of uh, pod friends. He'll also be happy because I know we both kind of like Swansea preseason. We're a little bit disappointed uh, the way that they started. But yeah, they're, they're kind of back in the groove, winning four of their last five. Uh, they're playing against the Sunderland side that are a bit sticky, to be honest. They've only lost one of their last five, including three consecutive draws, two of which, and the latest two, nil-nil against, you guessed it, Preston and Blackpool. I just feel like it's clicked at Swansea. Uh, Michael Obafemi has put whatever differences he had with Russell Martin and the club uh, to one side. Obviously, he came to the fore scoring the winning goal away at West Brom and in uh, the last weekend game. And then they went to Watford in midweek, Tom, 1-2-1. Obviously, Watford under Slavin Bilic, you might think they have a new hashtag new manager bounce. Um, but yeah, they, they swatted them aside and they're playing some slick stuff at the moment. Sunderland have a few injuries going forward from what I've read. Um, so that might explain the last two nil-nil draws and it, they might not have enough to get back in the game if Swansea take the lead. Um, Swansea again, priced at 2.34. I think Swansea are hitting their stride. Yeah, I, I like this one. I really do. I think it's a good price as well. You could get some cracking prices on Swansea over the last week or so. Like you mentioned, the the wins away at West Brom, they were 4.9 there. Away at Watford, over 5.0 there. Um, wow. So some really good prices where they've been winning. And yeah, let's hope they can do it at home at 2.34, which is, again, the form they're in. Piro, Obafemi, getting amongst the goals, which is what we like to see and thought they would do. Um, yeah, could be a very good price and a very good uh, pick for this weekend in the champ. Um Saying that, I've got no more in this league. I don't know if you have. No, let's move on to the feast. 
yes, let's feast. Because I go down my uh, my my app when I'm doing my research, and I I just star all like the games that I I like the look of, and I think we could potentially talk about and throw a tip out for. And I feel like I've starred nearly every single game in League One. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We're not gonna. I'm not gonna go through everything. I'm just gonna pick out the best because we'll be here all night. But um, there are a lot of teams on form in League One that are playing at home uh, that are below evens generally in terms of their pricing. But you definitely think they'd win, aren't they? There's a lot to like here. We'll get us kicked off. I want to hear it. Yeah, well, we'll get kicked off with Plymouth then, shall we? We are big mm. fans of Plymouth on the pod. Green Army! Um, <laughs> um, yeah, played 12, won 9, drew 1, lost just 2. So 28 points, CSM lead the way ahead of Ipswich. They're um, inside the automatic promotion spots by 5 points, 6 points, 5 points, 5 points already. Um, 4 wins in a row, no losses in 10. Uh, at home in the league, they've won every single game they've played so far this season. So played six, won six, uh, beating the likes of Sheffield Wednesday at home, beating Ipswich at home, Oxford, Bolton, Peterborough, Barnsley. They've played some top, top sides already at home in this division. They've beaten every single one of them. Um, I don't know what's not to like. They're 1.77 for the victory. We've tipped them up week after week, including on the midweek Twitter tips. They keep doing the business for us, and I see no reason to go against them again this weekend. Very pro-Plymouth. Yeah, very pro-Plymouth, aren't we? Really like what I see from them. And yeah, echo the tip. Uh, Another team on the South Coast, beginning with P, that I am into is Portsmouth. Portsmouth lying in fourth, Tom. Well, they have played two games less uh, than someone like Plymouth or Ipswich or Sheffield Wednesday that are all above them. So read into that what you will. Uh, but yeah, they've they've been very, very decent this season. They haven't been on the best form. We are not backing a team here that has won seven straight, for example. So you need to set the record straight there. But they are playing against quite a weak team here in Fleetwood. Fleetwood did manage to win their last game, a 1-0 away win at Burton, which quite surprised me, uh, to be honest with you. That stopped the rot of uh, three straight without a win. Tom, I know you like historical stats. Uh, So Plymouth haven't lost to Fleetwood at home for their last five encounters. And so far this season, Portsmouth, uh, sorry, Portsmouth. Uh, Portsmouth are unbeaten at home uh, so far this season. They've won six of their ten games. They just look, they look to me like they've got a lot more threat this season. So obviously, Colby Bishop is their top scorer. He'll grab the headlines. He's got seven in ten. But Dane Scartlett is someone that we need to give a nod to. A bit of a live wire loan signing. From Tottenham, Joe Pigger is someone that is in reserve for them and usually warms the bench. And, you know, he was a very potent League One striker uh, the last couple of years. And then, you know, Ronan Curtis, etc., Hackett Fairchild. Like, these are these are dangerous guys and they obviously can't all play. And I haven't even mentioned a couple of others. Uh, but, yeah, they, they, look, they look ready 
I think, to seriously charge that that uh, playoff uh, spot under the Cowleys at long last. It's taken a little bit longer than what I think everyone was kind of expecting. They're 1.6. They're a little short, but great to chuck into an Acker. Yeah, completely agree. Um, and I'm going to do the hat trick of peas hmm. with Peterborough at home to Burton. I know you've got a thing about Peterborough really this season, haven't you? You still, I feel like you're not on the I bandwagon just, yet. Um, no, I'm. I'm, I'm not there. And also, I, I kind of like what I see from Burton. So this one was not for me. But I know if I look at Soccer Saturday or or check live score at five o'clock, it, Peter Bramart won eight nil, and it it won't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep banging the Peter Bradrum. I'm a fan. Um, One point five for them to get the win at home to Burton this weekend. Um, I just look at Peterborough's home record. Read it out most weeks on the pod, but played five at home so far this season. They've won four of them. Uh, lost one, that was to Fleetwood. So the games they've won, they've won 3-0, 2-0, 4-0 and 3-0. So if they hit their groove at home, which they often do, uh, the away team can get a bit of a hiding. And Burton are a team who are no strangers to hiding so far this season. Yes, I know they've got big Dino Marmaria in now. And he has, I'm not going to say turn them around, but he's he's certainly helped them pick up a few more points than they had. Um they lost the last away game to Shrewsbury 2-1. So any kind of new manager bounce that he did have kind of evaporated with that. Um, and if you're losing away to Shrewsbury under your new manager, when you're meant to be building a bit of momentum, I think you could definitely come unstuck at home away at Peterborough. Um, you know, Johnson, Clark, Harris, the top scorer in the league. He's back in amongst the goals. Um, one bet against him scoring here. I just think it's going to be another one of those games Burton might get on the score sheet. They're more than capable of doing so. But Peterborough, I, like you said, I could easily see them winning this 3-1, 4-1, etc. Um, I like the look of Peterborough and over 2.5 goals as a bit of an extension. It's 2.12. Um, I think the stats back that one up as well. I am really into Barnsley this weekend. They are playing against Exeter City at home at Oakwell at 2.3. Uh, for the Tykes. I just feel like, Tom, this is Paul Warren 2.0. So, obviously, we spoke uh, about Rotherham losing Paul Warren, who had been there and been such a huge part of the club. And instead of him being sacked and the players kind of maybe get that weight lifted off their shoulders and then they go out and express themselves and, you know, the caretaker manager comes in and he's been saying all... You know, all season they should play four four two and not four three three. And then you know the the manager goes, they play four four two and they win four nil, and you know everyone gets that pep in a step because the bad guy's gone. I feel like when your manager decides to leave for another job, that's massively different, massively different. Um, so obviously we've got Exeter, newly promoted, having a wonderful season so far in eleventh. They had Matt Taylor in charge. He was a player from 20, uh, 2007 sorry, to 2011, 160 appearances. And then he's been uh, manager of the team for four years. And sadly, Tom, it shouldn't be, but it is. Sadly, that is quite a long time, to be honest with you. And that's the only job he's ever had, um, being the number one. 
So now he's gone to Rotherham. So Exeter are managerless this weekend. Now Exeter are no mugs for sure, but probably the last thing they need is is playing a team away from home who are in form and, and hitting their stride. And that's Barnsley. They're not sexy, Barnsley. No one really talks about them, but they got the same uh, amount of points as Ipswich Town over the last eight. They've got one more than Sheffield Wednesday and Bolton, and they've got three more than Derby, and they've got five more, Tom, than Peterborough. And under, I mean, under Michael Duff, I was absolutely convinced it was going to work. Like Swansea, a slow start for sure, but now they're up in fifth. Uh, and obviously they got their eyes on a playoff spot. I think this is the last thing Exeter need right now. Uh, they could probably do with this game getting postponed and getting someone in the dugout. I agree, and we used this to our benefit, didn't we, last weekend when we said Rotherham lost Paul Warren, who'd been part of the furniture for so long. How are they going to cope without him? They duly lost to Wigan, and Wigan were a good price on the day. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Rinse and repeat, I think, again for, for this weekend in terms of Exeter. So really like that pick and really like the price for Barnsley. Um, where are we now? So I, um, talking about Paul Warren, uh, 2.0 at Barnsley. Let's just talk about Paul Warren, shall we, at Derby. Um, they're priced at 1.68 at home to beat Port Vale. Uh, Paul, Paul Warren has played one game in the league. That was a good 2-0 win away at Cambridge last weekend. Cambridge is a tough place to go. Um, so full credit to them for getting a win there because their away record prior to that was was very poor. Um, generally, Derby have picked up the majority of their points at home so far this season. So uh, they've played five, won four of them, including beaten Wickham, Peterborough, Barnsley and Oxford. So they've knocked off some decent sides. Um, and Port Vale just looks so bad away at Peterborough last weekend when they lost 3-0, as we've touched on. Um, can they be that bad again? I'm not I'm not sure. But, you know, Paul Warren's fir- first game in, cho- in charge of Derby at home. Pride Park will be bouncing, I'm sure. Um, they're good there anyway. And I think it's going to be a tough away day for Port Vale once again. And Derby, although a bit short, I think they'll get the win. Bolton Wanderers are the next pick away at Forest Green Rovers. Ian Birchnell having a really tough time at Forest Green at the moment. They've won just 2 of 11. They sit 22nd, so in the relegation zone. And Bolton occupying that last playoff spot. Uh, Tom, we had our eye on Bolton last season. Uh, someone that, or someone, a, a club, sorry, that could uh, gate crash that top six and, and come from the middle pack. And it looks like we know what we're talking about every now and then. Uh, yeah, so Forest Green, just one win in the last five. And uh, you're looking at Bolton here, who have got four wins in their last six. I am a bit disappointed they lost to Cheltenham in the last uh, time out, 1-0 away from home. That does bother me. I, I can't I can't lie. But Forest Green, I think that, I think, Tom, Ian Birchnell might be lucky to see out the month. To be honest with you, they're, they're second bottom for the mm-hmm. form table. Four points over the last eight games, as I mentioned. In terms of their home form, where this is played, uh, you know, three points from six games. It's the second worst record in the entire division. It, it doesn't look good for me. Uh, I fancy Bolton to go there. And Bolton, again, so many threats. I uh, really like what I see from them. They're priced at 1.8. 
Yep. Um, I think we could just keep reading team after team after team, couldn't we? We could. This we league. could. We're um, nearly there. It's a little bit different rather <laughs> rather, than, rather than reading a short price team on the nose, I'm going to read out a short price both teams to score. <laughs> um, it's my little podcast favourite, I feel, in League One, Charlton, to be involved in a both teams to score game. I feel like I've tipped this up for about three or four weeks in a row now, um, but keeps coming in, so we'll keep going with it. They've had eight consecutive games in League One, both teams to score. Um, going to go for it again. They're away at Lincoln this weekend. Lincoln have only kept one clean sheet themselves in the last eight games, and that was when they beat Derby 2-0 at home. So conceding in every other game apart from that in the last eight. So, yeah, two teams struggling to keep a clean sheet. Lincoln are capable of scoring goals. You know, we saw them beat Bristol City 6-3 not that many weeks ago. So, you know, they've definitely got the firepower in the team to score. And at 1.75, let's keep it going. I don't have any more, Tom, in League One. Um, I don't know if you want to read anything else out. No, I think we've done enough. Let's uh, let's let's go to League Two now, shall we? League One fans getting uh, a lot of a lot of bang for their buck on the show this week. Yeah, well, sorry, League Two fans, because you're not get, getting anywhere near as much, <laughs> <laughs> particularly from me, at least, anyway. Yeah, no, I to- totally, totally agree. Um, listen, I know Dell is listening. He listens to every single show, and we we can't tell you how much we appreciate that. But I am going to back Bradford. He always tells me on uh, social media every week, don't back Bradford, don't do it. They've let me down year after year, and, and I'm going to do it. They're, t- they're 2.5. I can't resist. Uh, they're playing against Stockport, who are probably the unknown quantity still in uh, League Two. Obviously, preseason favourites for the title, which seems absolutely mad now. At the time, Tom, we we knew they were heavy spenders. We knew they'd attracted players from League One to drop down to the National League. We knew they had a good nucleus going on, a great home support, but. You know they're they're only three points off relegation. Stockport are they going to click into gear, or were the bookies just so wildly wrong? Because there's being wrong, and then there's being as wrong as this. So no win in the last five. Uh, two draws in there, but three defeats. Bradford unbeaten at home. Now last time we backed Bradford at home, they only managed a two-two draw against Wimbledon, and they actually were the ones to equalise. They didn't have victory snatched from them. They snatched victory from Wimbledon. Um, So, yeah, a little bit wobbly. Three wins, three draws. What are you going to get from Bradford? Not sure. But I think I've seen enough from Bradford. And when you have a look at their team, it's just absolutely stacked with quality. Andy Cook, 9-11, is taking all the headlines. But Bidane Oliver... One in ten as a striker, but to have him available not as your main striker is is at this level it is incredible. Richard Smallwood in midfield, absolute cheat code at League Two level. Harry Chapman, you know, there's more to come from him uh, for sure. He again way too good for this level, just shouldn't be here basically. 
Um, yeah, I'm back in Bradford. Sorry, Del, but 2.5 up the Bantams. By the way, love the new crest that they've got, Bradford. You should check it out if you're uh, if you're into logos and design and stuff like I am. Not that I'm good at it, but I like looking at it. And uh, yeah, Bradford's is lovely. Mm. So 2.52. Yeah, it's, it's the Stockport factor, isn't it? Mm. 2.52 for a team doing as well as Bradford. At home, apparently they're going to have near, nearly a full house, apparently, for this game as well. So, wow. yeah, um, we can definitely take advantage of that price because, yeah, Stockport have, Stockport have been pretty bad, I, I think, and I've not researched this, so I might be wrong, but I feel like they've lost nearly every away game they've played so far this season and they've lost with it being... Correct. I should have read that out. I deserve sacking. Um, they have lost every single away game. They've played five and you and uh, got zero points. I'm glad you're here, Tom, to to prop me up. Yeah. Where would I be without you? <laughs> um, I just remember that one from when we tipped Northampton at home to Stockport the other week, mm. and we said Northampton should win because Stockport crap away, and also Stockport have lost every game, but they've. They have scored mm. or something like that. But yeah, um, I've only got one more thing to read out in League Two. So uh, sorry, everybody. But I'm, I'm going to take a punt on Tranmere uh, away at Sutton this weekend. So Tranmere price at 3.55. Um, I say punt because Sutton have lost four out of the last five in the league. So they're in pretty bad form. If you include the Pizza Cup, they've lost five out of the last six. At home, however, they have been pretty decent. Um, they're mainly getting those losses in away from home. But I'm just I'm going on the angle that you know you lose five out of the last six games across all competitions. You're in pretty poor form, be it that that home or away. You know you're struggling right there for me. Um, and Tranmere aside, who have really started to turn their season around and picked up some impressive wins uh, in the last few weeks. So uh, they've won three in a row. They've beaten Salford away 1-0, which did us for a uh, for a podcast travel, I believe. Uh, they've also beaten Barrow, who have started the season very well, 1-0, and beaten Walsall 1-0. So three consecutive 1-0 wins against some tough opposition in there, especially Barrow and Salford. Um, and at 3.55, and you might want to double chance this for a bit more security, but... Yeah, it looks a good price for me against the struggling Sutton side. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, I wasn't brave enough to read it out, but I'm glad you were. Again, where would I be without you? So I also don't have anything <laughs> remaining in the two. So what we're going to do now is have a look at the treble from last week. Uh, Tom, we had, I think, something crazy like four or five trebles in a row where we lost by one team. We did break that streak, but it's because we lost by two teams instead of one. Uh, as you mentioned, Tom, at the top of the show, we tipped the best ever team at League Two level over the last 10 games, and they lost at home 2-1 to Newport. Now, we also had Sheffield United against Birmingham. Now, we had, obviously, Sheffield there, and that was 1-1. So that was equally disappointing for me, to be honest with you. I thought Sheffield United were absolute bankers. And then we had a both teams to score, which did come in 
Old Faithful, Bristol City away at QPR. 2-1 was the score. So we did get that leg in. Uh, but yeah, the search goes on to this week. And uh, Feast or Famine was in League One. And uh, League One features heavily in the treble this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Just some absolute coupon busters, weren't there, last week? And we, we picked all of them, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it won't be the same this weekend. We're going to go for, a, yeah, as you mentioned, an all-league one treble. It's going to be Portsmouth at home to Fleetwood, Plymouth at home to Accrington, and Barnsley at home to Exeter. Um, so the price for that is 6.27 at the moment, best priced out there. So, yeah, it's, it's not a bad paying treble. We've got three teams playing at home, three teams all doing very well in League One at the moment, all inside the playoffs. Um, so hopefully none of them let us down, but someone probably will. <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to, someone's going to. No, no, no. Positivity, positivity, everyone. So, yeah, that's that's it for the treble. So we'll have a look at fancy football, obviously. A lot of people uh, in our league now, over 300. Uh, Tom, the average points was 68. I got 62, which meant that I'm in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight leagues, and I got red arrows on every single one. I got 65, and I'm also joining you with the red arrows. I feel like the red arrow is a permanent fixture on my fantasy football at the moment. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's I'm in two hundred and twenty fifth. Yeah, I'm in two hundred and sixty eighth. I just I'm just absolutely sick of it. To, to be honest, already it's a joke. Yeah, it's insane. Three hundred and sixteen teams in the league. We are going to read out the top ten in reverse order. So Sean Kinsler, Johan Ekstrom, Daniel O'Reilly, Ethan L. Ian Dawson, Michael Tomlinson, Warren Torch, Phil Basley, Sammy Walton, and Dan Pinsker. Dan's been top for a couple of weeks now, right? I think. Yeah, he was top, then he lost it, and now he's regained it. Right, he's back. So he stayed at the Yeah, he got 102 points. Captain Harland uh, had Phil Foden, who obviously bagged a hat-trick. Kieran Trippier, little cheeky clean sheet there. Uh, Gabriel Jesus with with a goal, a just yeah, just absolutely killing it with his team, Bristol City. So uh, yeah, he is he has opened up a little lead to be in nineteen points. So if you want to join our fancy Premier League league, you can. There's a free twenty quid bet on the line for the winner. Uh, if you want the code, you just have to tweet us and get in touch. T underscore FB podcast. Please join our community on Twitter where we're sharing our midweek tips, which are going pretty well, to be honest with you. Uh, And we're also engaging really well with the community, sharing things that we fancy, taking a look at things that other people fancy and just creating a nice little group there. So if you want to join us, T underscore FB podcast, retweets, always welcome. Yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, please leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with your mates and all that to uh, help us get noticed a bit more, help us along with the algorithms on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that. So, yeah, we'd really appreciate your time if you could take it out to do that. And, uh, yeah, 
Thanks for listening. And we'll be back same time next week for uh, another weekend of Premier League and EFL action.